Greetings to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagwat. Today we will be hearing Chapter Four, Episodes Five and Six. Indra fails to break the tapas of Nara Narayana. He sends the apsaras as a last resort. Vyasji says, Rajendra, there is no use talking any more about this. It is very rare and almost impossible to find a person whose attention is pure and whose mind is free from desires, because this entire creation is permeated with desire, illusion, and delusion. It has become a common practice to retaliate an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. but to attack or cause harm to a non-violent and innocent man is considered very low class and despicable it is said that collective actions are the causes of the various yugas for the satvik temperament there is a satya yuga for the rajas there is treta yuga and for the tamas temperament there is kali yuga always before us a person who is always dharmic and righteous can claim to be a satya yogi of course in the other yugas also people are trying to be dharmic the first and the foremost requirement for a dharmic life is pure desire but desire is always prone to contamination and adulteration impure desires never allow dharma to remain pure and perfect all the dharmas are said to be sons of brahma they were born out of his heart those who observe dharma in its entirety existed as brahmins they were married to the 10 daughters of daksha prajapati the marriage was performed with all the proper rites and ceremonies the most truthful and righteous dharma produced many sons they were called hari krishna nara and narayana through hari and krishna the rules of yoga philosophy were constantly observed nara and narayana went to the himalayas and began to their tapasya and meditation on a mountain peak called bhadri kashram Bhadrikashram they are considered the most famous of the ancient tapasvis it had become their regular practice to sit on the expensive banks of the holy river ganga and meditate on brahma the two brothers who were a partial incarnation of shri hari stayed on the mountain for thousand years immersed in the meditation they began to radiate light all over the world this gave rise to envy and fear in the heart of indra he began to plan and plot what shall i do now these great tapasvis will definitely receive boons and then they might covet my throne 
what obstacle can I put in their way so that their meditation is disturbed and rendered incomplete? These thoughts gave rise to anger, hatred and greed to Indra's mind. He mounted his vahana, the elephant called Airavat, and proceeded to the Ghanmadan mountain with the sole intention of breaking the tapasya of Nara and Narayana. As he approached, he saw their sacred ashram, which was glowing like the rising sun. He wondered, is this a manifestation of Sri Vishnu himself, or have two suns risen today? What is it that these two sons of Dharma are trying to achieve? Then he addressed Nara and Narayana, O sons of Dharma, you are most fortunate and auspicious. What is it you desire? I am prepared to grant any boon that you ask. That is why I have come. Even if you ask for a boon out of proportion to your tapasya, I will grant it. Vyasti says, Indra stood before the meditating sages and kept repeating his offer, but they did not answer. They were in deep thoughtlessness. There was no agitation in their minds. Then Indra spread the Mohini Maya of enchantment all around. Wolves, lions and tigers made fearsome sounds. Then he created fire, storm and rain. But nothing affected the meditating sages. Seeing this, Indra returned to his seat. He was neither able to tempt them with an offer of boons nor could he disturb them with fearful events. Adi Shakti, Bhagavati, Jagadishwari is also known as Mahavidya. She manifested in creation and she, and she is eternal. For those who are engrossed in meditation upon the lotus feet of Adi Shakti, there is no Maya that can distract or disturb them. As Maya also is her creation. So how can a Deva or a demon ever hope to succeed in breaking the dhyana or meditation of a devotee whose attention is fixed on the lotus feet of Devi Bhagavati Adi Shakti? A Devi Bhagavati becomes immune and devoid of all sin. The most important and powerful mantras of the Devi are Vag Beach, Kam Beach and Maya Beach. When these mantras become a part and parcel of a devotee's attention, then there is no one in this creation who can put obstacles in the way of a Devi Bhakta. Indra realized that his powers were useless before Nara and Narayana. So he requested Kamdev, the god of love, and Ritu, the king of the seasons, to help him. Come with the spring and all the apsaras to the Gandhamandan mountains to Badrikashram where the foremost of Rishi, Nara and Narayana are immersed in deep meditation. You are my last resort. You have got to pierce their attention with your cupid's arrows. In this whole world there is no deva, demon or human who has not fallen victim to your darts of desire and love. Even Brahma, myself, Shankara, Chandrama and Agni Devata have succumbed to your charmed arrows. So to what 
category do these rishis belong that they can withstand your arrows i give you this bevy of beautiful apsaras to assist you tilotama or rambha can accomplish this job and so you can you and all by yourself so if all of you combine your efforts you just cannot fail i will fulfill any demand that you make i even offered these to rishis any boon they desired but they did not respond they did not even flicker an eyelid nor did they try to protect their bodies when i created an illusion of fire storms and dangerous wild animals vyasti says kamdev assured indra oh vasavi i will certainly help you no matter which god they are meditating upon i will be able to pierce their attention and break their meditation but if they are meditating on the devi then there is no way that i can disturb them clean is the most powerful calm beach mantra of the devi anyone who meditates on this with full attention goes beyond my power therefore if these two rishis are true devotees of that maha shakti then my arrows will be ineffective against them indra said you are my well wisher and it is imperative that you should use all the means at your disposal and succeed in this job vyasji says the first to arrive on the gandhamadan mountain was spring unusual and ultimate it was as if the lion of spring had pierced the fierce elephant of winter with his claws as testified by the budding of the palasa flowers cuckoos were warbling bees were flying about lazily and the air was heavy with the fragrance of flowers all the trees mango bakul tilak palash shakhu pamria tamal and maho were heavily laden with flowers and fruits the goddess of spring was the raktosaka flower as the palm of her hand the kimsuka flower as her excellent feet nilasuka flower as her black hair and full blown lotus as her eyes the bell fruit for her breasts and jalikunda her teeth manjari her beautiful ears red bandhu flowers her lips sindhu bharva bhara her wonderful nails peacocks her ornaments sounds made by the saras birds the jingling of her piles wreath of creeper flowers her waist ornaments the goose her gait and the filaments and kadamba flowers the fine hair on her body the birds bees and other creatures were overcome with desire and passion and were indulging in the play of love even the two sages found their senses becoming overwhelmed and slowly getting out of their control judging the time to be right kamadev with rati surrounded badrikashram with his arrows the 8500 damsels sent by indra were also present led by ramba and tilotama they were very accomplished and began to sing and dance their music combined with the songs of the birds and the buzzing of the bubble bumblebees 
succeeded in breaking the samadhi of Nara and Narayana, they began to wonder what had interfered with the cycle of nature and brought winter to an abrupt end and ushered in a premature spring season. <coughs> Narayan began to suspect that someone was trying to destroy their tapasya. Since Apsaras were singing, it was evident that Indra had a hand in this. Just then the group from heaven became visible. Kamadev was leading Nara and Narayana, washed in amazement. There were the Apsaras, Menaka, Ramba, Tilotma, Pushpaghanda, Sukeshi, Mahasweta, Manorama, Pramdhyara, Britachi, Gitagya, Charuhasini, Chandraprabha, Shobha, Vidumala, Ambiragyashi, and Kanchan Malini. There were many more, altogether 16,050. They bowed to the Munis and began to sing music so beautiful and appealing that no parallel could be found on earth. Muni Narayana was pleased and said, O intermediaries, be pleased to stay here. You are our honored guests and we extend our hospitality and welcome. Vyasji says, the Muni Narayan succumbed to his ego and decided that he would amaze them all by creating an Apsara whose beauty would surpass that of the Apsaras sent by Indra. He slapped his thigh and lo, there appeared a woman of great beauty and form. All the Apsaras who were present were stunned and am with amazement. Then Muni Narayana created the same lumber, number of Apsaras as those sent by Indra. Then the Apsaras from heaven apologized to the two Munis. We were so foolish to even try to disturb your meditation. We now know that you are the Anj, partial avatars of Bhagwan Shri Hari. You are complete tranquility and bliss. We did not come for any purpose of our own, but were sent to accomplish a task by Indra. At least we had the good fortune to have your darshan. We must have done some punyas in our past lives. We have committed a serious offense and deserve to be punished. But wise saints do not squander away the powers derived from the austerities on tribal things like cursing others. Vyasji says, in this way the Apsaras begged forgiveness. The Munis heard them without reacting. They had become self-controlled and desireless. Blazing with the cool fire of their tapas, they asked the Apsaras to request for a boon, which they would immediately grant. They also said, take the beautiful Apsara Urvashi as our gift to Indra and also the new Apsara who have just been created. Now all of you please leave us and go to heaven. But the Apsaras pleaded, you are Deva Adi Deva Bhagwan Narayana. We have surrendered to your lotus feet. Where can we go? O Madhusudana, your eyes are like lotus petals. If you will give us a boon, grant this. You please marry us so that we can spend the rest of our life's days here. Let Urvasi and the 16,050 Apsaras that you have created go to heaven and stay in the service of Indra. Please honor your promise of a boon to us. Bhagwan Narayana said, We have been meditating here for full thousand years. Our senses are under control. 
How can we destroy this tapasya? We have no desires or lust, as these completely destroy sattvic joy. The Apsara said, Of all the senses, touch gives the most pleasure, and we are well versed in the art of giving pleasure. You can live permanently on these Gandhamadan mountains with us. Our Shat Koti Koti Pranam to Adi Shakti to at our lotus feet. Please forgive us if we have read anything by mistake, knowingly or unknowingly. Thank you. Thank you very much for the bliss that you have given us, Sri Adi Shakti. Namaste to all our listeners. Have a blessed day.